music by a composer named Solomia Soroka, who we also heard performing on the violin. It's the Violin Sonata Number no. 2, and it's the second movement subtitled Brutal Fast. The pianist was Ralph von Rott, who I heard recently performing at the Classical Next Festival in Rotterdam in the Netherlands. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. I'm going to be featuring audio from the Classical Next Festival on today's show, both audio that was recorded at the festival, but also I thought I'd include some pieces by composers and performers that I met while I was there. I found out about Classical Next at a reception in New York City several months ago. I had never heard of it before, so I went down to the reception to kind of see what it was all about, and I was impressed by how many people were there and by where they were from. There were probably about 100 or so people from all over the world that represent Classical Next, try and drum up even more interest for this relatively new festival. It's only in its sixth year. It happens in Rotterdam in the Netherlands every year, and as I would find out, it's a attracting already over a thousand people in the classical music field and like its name implies they're really interested in what is the future of classical music how do we continue to get our art form out to people both the music that already exists and how do we continue commissioning works by new composers to continue the art form and push it into the future very different I think than most conferences or festivals and Classical Next is a little bit of both so I may use those terms interchangeably throughout the show today because there are workshops during the day and panel presentations and things but then there are incredible performances and showcases at night so it really is kind of a hybrid event. 
And I've been to a lot of conferences and sometimes the panel presentations aren't always as interesting as we hope they would be. Sometimes they're even downright boring, but that's not the case at Classical Next. As the name implies, they're really interested in the future of our art form. And I'm talking about both the idea of sharing the music by the composers we all know and love, Haydn, Beethoven, Chopin, Schumann, all those great composers from the classical era, sharing them with new audiences, but they're also very interested in allowing composers of today to have more opportunities to get their music heard and to get that out to new audiences, presenting classical music as a living art form. This is something that I've been very interested in for many, many years, and so to be in a place with a thousand plus people, all of whom are more or less on the same page with this idea of presenting classical music as a living art form, well, it was pretty overwhelming. So on today's program, I'm going to feature a lot of the audio recorded in the showcases at Classical Next, but I thought it'd be fun also to feature some audio by the wonderful composers and performers that I met while I was there. I opened the program today with music by composer Solomia Soroka from her violin sonata number two. We heard the second movement, Brutal, Fast, and the pianist on that recording is Dutch pianist Ralph Van Rott, who was also featured on the opening night the showcase was called Dutch Mountain, which is kind of a joke because there are no mountains in the Netherlands. It's more of a metaphor for hopes and dreams, kind of an ineffable something that you can't quite grasp, the Dutch mountains. Let's jump now to the second night of the festival. Among the many showcases that evening was Orchestra im Treppenhaus, and they are this interesting mix between classical music, perhaps uh, American minimalism, and uh, like late night club music. I don't know how else to describe it, but fortunately, I don't have to describe it because we have the audio. Here is Squares on the Stairs, performed by Orchestra im Treppenhaus, live in Rotterdam for the Classical Next Festival. Thank you. 
That's music that was recorded live at the Classical Next Festival in Rotterdam. We heard Orchester im Treppenhaus performing Squares on the Stairs. I said that uh, before we heard that music that they were kind of a mix of maybe American minimalism with club music. And that's actually more true than I know because they are very influenced by a band called LCD Sound System, kind of a staple in the club scene. So that is very much an example of club music coming into the classical music realm, which is happening more and more. Again, that was a live performance from Classical next. I'm going to feature a performance now by Dutch guitarist Art Strootman. This was from the opening night, the big spectacle, the Dutch mountain. Here he is performing Steve Reich, Electric Counterpoint. This is a classic American minimalist piece, and it's a great place to go after the orchestra im Treppenhaus. So again, this is opening night, Art Strootman performing Electric Counterpoint by Steve Reich. Thank you. 
That's music that was recorded live on the opening night of the Classical Next Festival in Rotterdam. We're hearing the Dutch guitarist Art Strutman performing Steve Reich's Electric Counterpoint. It was great to see him perform live. Art Strutman is a busy, busy guy. He's at festivals all over the world, performing music by many different composers. And I looked him up. He's also the music supervisor on the film The Revenant, starring Leonardo DiCaprio. So he's doing a lot of amazing things all the way around. Again, that was performed live at Classical Next. I had the great chance to travel to Rotterdam in the Netherlands and be present at this year's Classical Next Festival. I attended a lot of the panel presentations and interactive talks during the day where we were talking about the future of classical music, heard some of these wonderful performances at night, went to the parties, which is also a great part of Classical Next. I think if you're gonna talk about something as heavy and weighty as the future of classical music, you should do it with a glass of wine in your hand. <laughs> it makes it a lot easier to brainstorm and have, have crazy ideas, which we certainly did. It was a lot of fun. So on today's program, I'm featuring audio recorded at Classical Next and also some audio by my new friends, performers, and composers I met while I was there. Next up is a performance that was nothing less than a revelation for me. My jaw literally hit the floor. I mean, this was just unbelievable. Her name is Fatima Miranda, and uh, I didn't know anything about her. I went to the showcase not knowing anything about this performer. The lights go down, she comes out on stage, it's, it's almost completely dark, she's holding a frame drum and it has some sand in it and she kind of moves the drum around making the sand produce this wash of, of white noise. And then she begins to sing, and I just, I had no idea that a human voice could sound like this, it's absolutely incredible. So here's an excerpt of Dianus by Fatima Miranda.
Isn't that incredible? That is the human voice. It sounds like a theremin or something. She's going from this low range. If, if you hear it, just right at the beginning where she starts her pitch, it's, it's a very, very low pitch. It shouldn't even be singable for her. And then she goes all the way up. I mean, gosh, you know, four octaves <laughs> above that pitch so quickly. Again, it, to me, it sounds like a theremin or something. I did not believe it was a human voice, but it is. So that's a little bit of Fatima Miranda doing Dianas. And now here is a little bit of the second piece that she did called Chico Chica. And I, I wish I could play the whole thing, but I don't think it really would work over radio because it had a very important video component. But in a nutshell, she comes out on stage, she faces the audience, and then the projection goes up and it's split in four. And each of the fourths of the screen is her also looking at the audience. And then the one in the upper left corner starts to blow kisses at the audience. And it's this kind of rhythmic punctuation. <laughs> And then Fatima Miranda on stage, the live Fatima Miranda, she begins to kind of speak sing. And she's saying things like, Dimelo, tell me this, tell me that. And she's making these kind of coquettish, flirty gestures. Uh, and then the other projections of her also start to sing. And there's basically three or four parts. There's the blown kiss. There's this kind of speak singing thing. There, there's a soloistic part. And they all start to mesh and combine and overlap. And I think the audience was just blown away. We collectively were just thinking, my goodness, <laughs> this is absolutely incredible, especially after having just heard Dianas. So again, I'm only going to play a couple of minutes. I just want to give you a sense of what we were all feeling in this room, this incredible performer, Fatima Miranda. So here is a little bit of her performing the piece Chikochika. <laughs> And that's a little bit of the beginning of Chico Chica. So here's how the piece begins. Let's jump, though, about five minutes into it when everything is being overlaid. Now, mind you, this is her performing in real time with four pre-recorded versions of herself singing in unison. So here we go, about four or five minutes ahead in the piece.
I wanted to make sure we got far enough in the piece that you could hear what I was talking about. It's absolutely incredible to me. Not only that she's doing that in real time, but that she could see what the end result would be and then tape each of those video segments individually and, and know how it would all come together and then perform it flawlessly. I mean, there were a couple of hundred people in the room and the people behind me actually when it was over, they were just like, what did we just see? That was, that was totally incredible. So I just wanted to share a little bit of that with you. The incredible Fatima Miranda performing her own piece. She's really, I wouldn't call her a, a composer or a performer. She's kind of a, a new type of artist in many ways. She made the video as well as the music. Let's go a totally different direction here. Again, I can't emphasize enough the range of different groups that were featured at Classical Next. This is the McDaniel Brothers with the Babylon Quartet. And the McDaniel Brothers are Kellen and Marshall McDaniel. They are string players, composers, very interested in video game music, film scores, all of that. And they worked with the Babylon Quartet. Actually, Kellen McDaniel is a member of the Babylon Quartet also on a project called Ghost Tet, which was performed at Classical Next. We're going to play a little bit of this now. You're definitely going to hear the influence of video game music, like the score for Final Fantasy. It's a very famous video game score. You're going to hear that influence in this music. So here's an excerpt of Ghost Tet by the McDaniel Brothers with the Babylon Quartet, performed live in Rotterdam. <laughs>
Music inspired by video games. This is something that is coming up a lot lately on Relevant Tones as I talk to composers around the world. Video game music is inspiring so many different composers, and it certainly inspired the McDaniel Brothers and the Babylon Quartet. We heard an excerpt of their piece, Ghost Tet, a large-scale work that was performed live at Classical Next in Rotterdam. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. On today's program, I'm featuring audio recorded at the Classical Next Festival, and since I had the good fortune to travel there, I'm also going to feature some audio by the composers and performers who I met. To subscribe to our podcast or for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, you can visit relevanttones.com. As of the taping of today's program, I've only actually been back from Rotterdam for about a week, so all of this audio that I'm featuring on the program is still very fresh in my mind, which is really wonderful to relive these performances, these showcases, and think about all of the people that I met at Classical Next. Again, this is a relatively new festival, or conference, if you will. You can call it both. It is kind of a hybrid event because there are panel presentations, discussions during the day, and then these showcase performances at night, and so it is kind of both. But the overarching concern is what is the future of classical music and both the classical music that we all think of when we hear that term Mozart, Beethoven, Haydn, the common practice period, romantic era, etc. How do we find new audiences for that music? But also, what is the future of the music itself? Who will be writing the music? Who will be listening to it? Who will be playing it? How do we get it out there? And I think the number one thing that, that kept coming up was that we have to reach out to new audiences in terms of going where they already are. There wasn't a lot of talk about how do we get new people into the concert hall. The talk was, no, let's get the music out of the concert hall and into the community. This seemed to be one of the number one things that people were talking about at Classical Next, and there were a lot of really, really great ideas for how to do that. So the festival is only in its sixth year, and yet it already attracted over a thousand people and some really incredibly bright people, some great ideas coming out of Classical Next. On today's program, I'm sharing a lot of the audio that was showcased at Classical Next. These are live performances, but I thought it'd be fun also to feature music by some of the composers and performers who I met while I was there, both some old friends and some new folks as well. One of the composers whose music I heard for the very first time while I was at Classical Next was the Dutch composer Peter Adriaans. I'd heard the name before. He's been recorded on Cantaloupe Records, a New York label. I certainly have heard the name, but I had not had a chance to hear his music. But Ensemble Klang performed a piece of his on opening night, and I just thought, this is, this is fantastic. There's a real emotional content, a real connection, I think, with the listener. There's just enough complexity to keep things interesting, but it's also simple enough that you can really grasp what he's saying. And I just uh, was very attracted to his music. So I'm going to play a piece that actually was not performed on Classical Next, but that I discovered because of Classical Next. It's called Wave 5, and here is Ensemble Klang to perform. Music of Dutch composer Peter Adriaans.
It's beautiful, isn't it? That's Ensemble Klang performing music by Peter Adriance. The piece is called Wave 5, and it's off of a disc called Waves. This is a composer I discovered while I was at the Classical Next Festival, and I can't get enough. I've been listening to a lot of his music. I think at some point I'm going to have to dedicate a whole show to his music. It's really, really wonderful, I think. Ensemble Klang performed a different piece of his on the opening night of Classical Next Festival, and I was pretty blown away. I'm featuring audio that I heard live at the Classical Next Festival or by just some composers and performers who I met while I was there, both new people like Peter Adriance and a composer I've known for some time, Huang Ro, a Chinese composer who was just named composer-in-residence with the Royal Concertgebouw Orchestra in Amsterdam. A very exciting development for him. And so he was at Classical Next as one of the featured composers, and I ran into him at a reception where they were highlighting Dutch composers. This was kind of a, a secret reception within the Classical Next conference that I was lucky enough to learn about. It was wonderful because we were outdoors. It was one of the few days that the sun was shining, and we were outside on this rooftop overlooking all the buildings of Rotterdam, and there were a lot of great musicians there. And Huang Ro and I had worked together almost 10 years ago when my company Access Contemporary Music performed a cello piece of his in Chicago. So it was great to catch up with him. It had been a really long time. And I want to play a piece of his now. This is from The Lost Garden. It's a large-scale work that he wrote for the International Contemporary Ensemble. And I'm going to feature Movement 2. So here is some music by the Chinese composer Huang Ro, who again was recently appointed the composer in residence to the Royal Concertgebouw Orchestra in Amsterdam, which is a really very prestigious post for any composer. Here is Movement 2 of The Lost Garden. <laughs> Thank you. 
That's part of a large-scale piece called The Lost Garden, music of Huang Ro. What an incredible sense of dramatic intensity he has, wouldn't you agree? I think he paces the piece absolutely perfectly. And this is all within a larger work. If you have a chance to check it out, again, it's called The Lost Garden. So this is a composer, Huang Ro, who was just appointed composer-in-residence for the Royal Concertgebouw Orchestra in Amsterdam. And I was fortunate enough to run into him in Rotterdam at the Classical Next Festival. Again, this year was the sixth year of Classical Next. Over a thousand people from around the world descended upon Rotterdam to talk about the future of classical music. And we did more than talk about it. We also performed the future of classical music. There were some incredible showcases. And what a diverse show we had today on the program as I featured many of the composers who were at Classical Next this year. It's an incredible event that happens every year in Rotterdam. And I, for one, will definitely be traveling there again next year. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinkless and is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, Artworks. I'm Seth Bostead, and this is the WFMT Radio Network.